0: Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined today by Joram Borenstein, who is the General Manager of the Cybersecurity Group at Microsoft. And say, I mean, first of all, let, let's look at, you know, 2019 predictions. So what do you think is coming down the pipe in terms of cybersecurity fraud, identity management in 2019? Okay, sure. Thank you.
1: As we at Microsoft look ahead to 2019, I think there are probably three main areas that we're, we're anticipating seeing a lot of activity from our customers and our partners. And these are not in any particular order, um, necessarily. I think one is around heterogeneity. Uh, again, I'll define each of these in a moment. I'd say, you know, the next one is really around uh, password list, Password list real. Is it futuristic? Is it the present? And then, unfortunately, a tried and true topic that I don't think is going away anytime soon is business email compromise, right, Beck? If I take those, again, from the top, I mean, I'd say when I, when I mention heterogeneity, Nick, what I'm really referring to is that most of the CISOs that we spend time with really are dealing with incredibly, incredibly complex environments and those environments are getting more complex by the day because of an expanding surface area, right, from IoT and industrial IoT devices, bring your own devices, and an environment in which many of them have, either because of M&A or because of decisions made by predecessors or what have you, simply, you know, have this disconnected landscape, right, which with tools that operate effectively in silos. And that just puts more burden on them from a staffing and an operational point of view. Look, we know generally staffing, depending on which data you look at, Nick, there's a deficit globally of cybersecurity workers anywhere between one and three million people. Those numbers don't seem to be getting any better. And I think if you have an incredibly heterogeneous environment with all sorts of uh, niche tools operating independently, you know, effectively you're, you're making life worse operationally for your team, and, and your recruiting is going to be that much harder and your attention as well. Yeah, I'd say that would be sort of topic number one. I'd say on password lists, I think 2019 is going to finally be the year that password lists is no longer referred to as the future. I think we, we've lived in this environment for the last at least decade or so where we know people hate passwords. We know human beings are really bad at choosing passwords. And we know human beings are lazy about the passwords that they do choose. And I think that's a pretty uniform statement about sort of humanity. And I think passwordless, and, and if passwordless could happen technologically, I think it's always been the thrust of the, the dialogue until now. And I, and I would argue very strongly that I think next year is really the year that people are not going to say it's in the future. People are going to say, no, it's here, it's now. The tools and, and capabilities exist for that to be a reality you know, uh, ubiquitously. And then third, Nick, I'd say around business email compromise, right, Beck. Again, I think it's a, a, an item that, or it's an attack vector, I should say, It's probably a better way to describe it, that I think certainly we continue to see with our own incident response team um, and our own work with CISOs and, and their teams, it continues to be the number one entree point into a digital environment by, by the adversary and the way that adversaries and attackers use compromised credentials, the way they get into accounts, the lack of MFA being turned on, the lack of password lists, right, which would also you know, help the situation, you know, all, all ways on this problem. And while I think we are slowly turning the tide on it as an industry, I think, you know, generally speaking, if you're a cyber adversary and you're thinking about your own 2019 areas of focus, unfortunately, I would have to say that, you know, I think that will continue to be a a large focus for our hackers.
0: What is Microsoft doing specifically that would be trying to alleviate those pain points? Yeah, I mean, look, we have 3,500 people dedicated to cybersecurity day in and day
1: out. We spend a billion dollars on it each year. And I I think the data point probably I'm also really proud of is we see six and a half trillion, right? And that's, that's really trillion incoming security signals every day. And that's because of, obviously, the fact that we work with 90% of the Fortune 500 and this, this incredible, incredible signaling, basically, that we get from across our product estate. And leveraging that intelligence really lets us equip IT and, you know, and, and our customers, defenders, I'll call them, right, people who roll up to the CISO, with visibility that I think they can't get anywhere else. And I think that helps them reduce the number, number of false alarms, number of false positives, um, that also helps them reduce some of the, some of the complexity I was talking about earlier. And it lets them with confidence deploy new products, new services, new devices, right? In their environments, which let's be honest, that's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to slow down their business. They're trying to accelerate the digital transformation. And if a CISO can have that conversation with the board and with the CEO, that, that's a much easier, much nicer, much friendlier conversation to be having about accelerating things rather than blocking things and asking
0: for things to be turned off. So, you know, I, th- I think it's, it's easy to overlook that, again, just how pervasive Microsoft is in parts of our lives. I think it's, it's almost overlooked that you, you're that commonplace. So, yeah, I imagine the the data that you can capture in terms of end user behavior and as, a, as an attack point for, for fraud. I mean, people focus on, you know, the, the growth in mobile, but it's still very much, as you said, business email compromise. And a business email, first and foremost, probably comes through to a business device, which is likely running Microsoft.
1: Yeah. I think if you, if you look at the breadth of what we're doing across our security operations, you look at our intelligent cloud and intelligent edge strategies, and then also, quite frankly, look at the partnerships we're doing, right? Look at the Cybersecurity Tech Accord, look at the, uh, what we call the Intelligent Security Alliance, right, I mean, these are real efforts to get industry as a whole comprehensively to you know, work together and help solve these problems because th- these issues have major impact on the global economy. Um, you see all sorts of data talking about trillions of dollars in lost productivity, just in financial fraud losses, et cetera. We have to do this in partnership with other governments and other other industry bodies and other companies. Any final points you want to touch on? What I would touch on are two things. One is that the security world, the fraud world, the compliance world, these worlds are all in some ways converging and coming together. And I think we are uniquely positioned to solve those problems because of the scale and scope and the investment that we've made. And then the second thing I think is around um, is around partnerships. Like I mentioned a moment ago, I think you know we strongly believe in them and we will continue to invest in them because we think it's the right thing to do for us and for the industry as a whole.
0: Well, you're um, fantastic to connect and um, obviously discover what uh, is, is coming down the pipe for you guys for next year. That's Joran Borstein, who is General Manager for the Cybersecurity Group at Microsoft. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.